At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. And our producer is off tonight. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, with the Lakers having a 10-point lead over the Spurs right now, Mike Harmon, and the yeah. Pistons losing their 86th game in a row, we really need to clear out Christmas Day Pistons, Spurs for everything. Loser quits on the season. Loser is done playing for the entire year. One game to rule them all. It's just like Lord of the Rings. Well, no. What it means is, uh, and I guess the loser, well, one goes in the The fire. loser goes in the all fire. Of the, all of the uniforms and... <laughs> the loser goes in the fire. <laughs> everything merch-wise goes in the fire. All, all things related and signage. Uh, and they, they get... Uh, relegated or forced to ex- be one of the expansion teams. Uh, but it also gets us into that very uncomfortable. Remember the reinvigoration of Greg Popovich? I haven't heard any of those stories. Yeah, in a while. I know that. That's, that's remember that? Hey, how remember much that? juice he had and how happy he was before he uh, <laughs> shited the, uh, the fans for being mad and all and booing, uh, you know, Kevin Durant and all of that stuff. Yeah, the. Um, or I should say Kawhi Leonard, uh, before booing Kawhi Leonard, that, you know, all of a sudden he's been quiet again. We, have, we haven't heard anything about how great it is when you're losing 17 in a row. Remember when the Spurs were 3-3? Three and three? <laughs> That was really cool, man. You were very excited that about was really that, too. Cool. I was excited. Not as excited now when you lose. When you lose. When you lose. When you get up to towards, hey, you're looking at that 20 loss in a row, like, coming up on you. Yeah, it's hard to get excited. Yeah, I got to say, the uh, roll, roll call of, of dunks on Wembenyama today, 
Um, it's kind of humiliating. Hey, you uh, got to get one, man. I promise. Dude, my girlfriend's going to take a picture <laughs> in the stands. I told her, take pictures of all of us when we go up so we can posterize this guy. Because I don't know when we're going to get another chance. So you take that picture. You got to get it. You got use the portrait. Look, you can get a great portrait on the iPhone. It takes great pictures, man. Just take it. I promise. You know what? I'm going to give Anthony Davis some credit, though. Not only did he dunk on him multiple times, posterize him, uh, but a minute into the game, he was down and doing the Peter Griffin holding of the ankle <laughs> and it was like all right LeBron already took the day off so AD technically would have started the game I was fully anticipating that was the end of his night all right we won the tournament we're not we're off tonight one guy is technically you know we already declared him out with an injury and soreness and now Anthony Davis admitted in that was it so I give him credit he, he showed some great intestinal fortitude by gutting out the game tonight now, i got to be honest with you. You had a great point about AD there and a fun thing. But as soon as you said Peter Griffin, all I heard was chair. <laughs> Say something else besides chair. I can't think of anything else. Pass. Chair. <laughs> Hi, chair. I, I do Loud appreciate chair. Chair. That, that we're able to open with that chair. a little bit of levity at the hand of the, uh, you know, putting our uh, Pistons and Spurs uh, loser leaves down match on the map because um, it allowed allowed you to um, well let me watch the misery of Northwestern playing as a ranked team for the first time since 1959. Currently down 74-71 with 6.4 seconds left to uh, now 75-71 to 3-9 and nine Chicago State. I can't have nice things either. I think all of your misery has kind of come back into my world, jerk. Chair. <laughs> <laughs> the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Bravo. Live from the Tyrac.com studios. Uh, tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So as we wave goodbye to Harmon, stay in the top 25. Be another it 50 was, it years. It was a good run. It was nice. Yeah. Hey, call Evan Eschemeyer. Maybe you guys can talk about it. Just get really hey, excited. Hey, Eschemeyer got things. paid. Remember Mark yeah. Cuban? Remember how much money he gave him? Uh, yeah, no, that's true. He did. He did get paid. He did he get, get paid. paid a lot of money per minute. Now, a guy not getting paid and not getting paid for a while. Draymond Green, the story that took over the show last night. He is suspended indefinitely by the NBA. The NBA citing his repeated history for his roundhouse punch on Yusuf Nurkic last night uh, during the Warriors' loss to the Suns. He got a flagrant two, and he was ejected. After the game, he said, I didn't do it on purpose. There was no intent, no intent, no intent. And maybe Adam Silver says, well, it wasn't my intention to suspend you, but I'm suspending you indefinitely. It was not my intent, so I'll apologize for hitting him. Uh, It's not my intent, but you're suspended. Uh, The NBA said he will be required to meet certain league and team conditions before he returns to play. Now, there's a lot of things to get to with this, but the first one is good on the NBA because Draymond Green is out of control. He can't control his emotions on the court. You can't sit here and say, oh, I tried to draw a foul with my arms. You spun around and you hit and you hit Nurkic so hard, I thought he was going to break his jaw, right? You clearly can't stay out of difficulty and you can't stay out of controversy and you can't control your emotions. You're 
punching guys at practice. You're choking Rudy Gobert. Sorry, man. Uh, you know what? You need to sit down. And I'm glad the NBA did this because clearly the Golden State Warriors enabled this behavior all the way through. Because the Warriors sit back every time something happens with Draymond, it's the same thing. Steve Kerr says, oh, Draymond knows he can't do that. And what do the Warriors do? Nothing. Well, we handled it internally. Oh, okay. So what happens now? Uh, Draymond knows we need him on the floor. Oh, did you suspend it? No, we're going to handle it internally. So all the Warriors have done is enable his behavior, even when he does things that are completely out of control. So you know what? Yeah, good on the NBA for stepping in. I said 20 games last night. It may be more. Like the last time we saw indefinite suspensions, this was John Morant getting a bunch of games, and then suddenly it was it was 25 games to start mm-hmm. the season. So this might wind up being more. This might be, hey, you're going to be suspended for a while. We're going to sit down and have conversations in a few days. And then we're going to outline what you need to do to get back. And then we're going to have some kind of suspension because it's not as if suddenly it's, oh, you have to do a a two day seminar in in anger management and then you're good. No, this is going to be something where you need to prove over a period of time that you can come back and play in the NBA. We can trust you to not try to beat the crap out of somebody or do something that injures someone. So this indefinite suspension, I, I you know, I know on the surface you could say, well, it's not 20 games. Uh, it's going to wind up being more than that because he's going to have to go away for a while. He's got to do some things to make sure the NBA is convinced I can come back to the floor. It's the same situation with John Morant. What did he get? 25 games to start this season. It's very similar to Morant because last year, what happened? A lot of bad things, and the NBA gave John Morant a chance. Okay, young player, not a great crowd. Make sure you understand what it is to be an NBA player. going to give you a chance. We're going to give you a shortish suspension. It's going to be two games, four games, eight games games and then I clearly can't have that and because I can't stay on the on the straight and narrow and here's video of me with a gun in a in a you know in a car and it's okay you know what you didn't get the message so here's 25 games to start the season it's going to be the same kind of thing for Draymond Green where maybe it winds up being 25 games or more like if we see him before the end of January, I would I would be really yeah. really surprised. Like maybe it's after the All Star break, Draymond Green comes back to the Warriors. Well, it'll come back to a Warriors team that'll look much different. Clay Thompson won't be there. He's going to get dealt before this. Oh come on, man! Long. Clay's going to say, "Hey, I'll stay. I'll take no money because I like getting twenty eight shots a game and shooting six for twenty eight. Well, I really like. They're not. No other team is going to let me do that, guys. I really want to stay. Well, because he wasn't on the floor during crunch time. You know, in the heat of all the Draymond talk yesterday, and I put a pin in that because we'll get right back to it. Uh, Steph Curry missed another opportunity to tie a game with a three point shot because he couldn't get clearance over the defender. Gee, uh, who's, for been, a cleaner who's, look. who's talked about that for a long time? Hang on. It's going to come to me. Wait a minute. It'll come to me. Hang on, Mike. Don't, no, don't don't give me in. Wait for it's it. It's going to come to me. It's going to... Oh, that's right. We did. That's <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, KNBR, call me for that interview. I'm ready anytime. Ready so, anytime. Yeah, so you, so you had that miss in the middle of all, everything else going on and, and Clay Thompson talking about how terribly he's playing. Uh, everything's on the table, I would say, in terms of roster shakeups. Hell, Steph Curry could fight his way out of town. You've heard that over the course of the day. And look, all, all things come back to Steve Kerr, who did his tap dance 
and everything he could. I didn't see it, but then it was all about Draymond, and, and you know, people pushed him, and I give credit to everybody that was in that room, all the reporters asking the hard questions and the follow-up when Kerr was basically telling him, you know, we got this handled. We know what we need to do. He knows what he needs. Clearly not. And now it's, well, what kind of hoops do you put in? Because you can't demonstrate that you know what you're doing and that you've effectively changed until you're back on the court, right? With John Morant, you know how effectively he was able to do things? Don't carry a damn gun. That's it. Don't get caught. Don't get photographed. Don't go to a club and wave around a gun. See what see what I mean? I don't the think you should, go, there. I, you shouldn't wave a gun around anywhere. But I no. see your point about going to it. Yeah, well, but but he did it in a he did it in the club. He did sure. it in the car. He went to another honky tonk bar. I mean, all of those things uh, that John Morant was doing. I, I wanted to go full Susie, and but you know the spirit uh, didn't take me fully. But the idea was for him, it was pretty easy. Please don't have the law called on you or one of your jackass friends record you with a gun in your hand. Okay. And that, that's it. Because remember, you had that failed two-day experiment of, hey, he went to see someone and talk it out and whatever else. And it was like, you know, he had that sit-down interview with Jalen Rose. Like, all right, everything's good. It's like, no, not really. With Dar- Draymond Green, how's he going to convince them that he's a changed man? They're just going to decide arbitrarily. It's like, is it time for him to come back? Yeah. Okay. Maybe he goes through some course. Maybe he does the Charlie Sheen anger management thing. Um, you know, all of that as you roll through. Um, and maybe that's what gets him back on the court. But this one, it's its a lot more, um, how should I say, wishy-washy. Because remember, Draymond gets gums flapping. And they've liked Draymond up until this point. I, I was a little uh, disturbed. The, the Gilbert Arenas thing that I sent you. About how he's picking off Euros one by one. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's not. I, I don't know that that's the look the NBA wants. No, I don't think I don't think they want Agent Zero talking. Remember, he does not reflect the opinions yeah. or the Oof. considerations of the National Basketball Association. Yeah. But yeah, with Draymond, I mean, it's it's all touchy feely. Because remember, Steve Kerr is going to do everything he can to kiss his ass and, and tell you about it. Like he's got answers for all of the world's ills, except for, you know, the guy in his locker room who's acting like a jackass. No. And, and that's my whole point is that last night when this happened, I said, I really hope the warriors stand up and they, and they, they, they hold him accountable because they really haven't. They talk a little tough, but then nothing happens. And it's, it's, you know, it's the parent whose kid acts up and, and, you know, you talk to the parent and parent goes, yeah, he knows he can't do that. Oh boy. There's a a lot of stuff we got to talk about. He's in trouble with me. Oh, yeah, the parent. Ha- and then nothing happens. And the kid is out causing trouble again. And he's driving around smoking cigarettes and hanging out with your and your kids getting <laughs> in the car with them to hang out and drive around and listen to bad rock and roll music. And it's like, no, what are you doing? Oh, no, he's in trouble. It, that's what the Warriors have been. Oh, yeah, Draymond's done all this. And we're going to. Yeah, what happened? Nothing. Don't worry about it. We're all good. He's going to be back. We'll say that we're doing you know stuff, but it, it's absolutely fine. I mean, that's why I'm glad the NBA stepped up, because clearly the Warriors didn't and the NBA most likely gave the Warriors a little bit of time to come up with something but instead no we're doing this and now we're outlining a plan for your return and now with the holidays coming up not that suddenly Adam Silver is going to be unreachable look uh, once it hits the 15th I'm I'm in Bora Bora until uh, well after the first of the year Uh, but with the holidays coming and certain legal situations there's going to need to be hearings and, and, and things for him to come back if he wants to fight this suspension with the NBA Players Association it's 
going to be a while, man. I mean, if I, I, I don't, if I said, boy, 20 games, 25 games, you're talking between now, the end of January into February. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think we're going to see him until then. And maybe even longer, but I, I think the John Morant is a pretty good template to to borrow off of in that here's a guy that's had a couple of suspensions the NBA gave him a decent suspension a warning and he couldn't do it so here's 25 games and I think it's going to wind up being 25 games because Draymond Green's got to prove over the course of a month month and a half that he's got to be able to get himself under control now the big question is going to be what happens after he comes back, which That's we'll get it. to coming up in a few minutes because if you thought 25 game suspension was a big deal oh boy Way to tell you what could happen next for him. Yeah, Wait the chaos that. of the uh, Draymond Green situation, the Warriors. I just keep thinking about Steve Kerr because we've got some pretty epic rants in the past when he was, you know, wagging his fingers at everybody. And here he's just the guy. It's everybody else's fault. That teacher's got it in for him. That guy's got it in for him. That, you know, third European player in four months has got it in for him. I I don't know. It is absolutely absurd what we've watched him do over the last couple of months. And everybody, because he's been Draymond and because there's been some great media contracts with him, everybody loves him. Next, Charles Barkley, my ass. Well, uh, TJ, I don't know if everybody loves Draymond anymore. Oh, no. TJ. <laughs> I walked you right up into that. Now, he, he, you know, he, he doesn't have Patricia Heaton or Robert on his side anymore. Not everybody loves Draymond. TJ. Uh, we have big goings on right now in the NBA just because we could see a big time streak end. The Lakers lead over the Spurs is now down to two points. The Spurs are on a 43-24 run over the last 12 minutes. The Lakers lead it by two with 17 seconds left to go. Victor Wembanyama was fouled, had a chance to tie the game from the free throw line, but missed the first free throw. And Anthony Davis gets the rebound. He is fouled. He makes them both. It's a three-point Laker lead right now with 18 seconds left to go. Maybe we don't get Spurs and Pistons on Christmas Day. Maybe we don't. This is the way to play yourself out of that uh, relegation game, (laughs) beating the in-season champion Lakers. (laughs) Exit outbound of Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. Coming up next, yes, we have more on what could be next for Draymond Green. And hold on to your hats when we tell you maybe he's played his last game with the Warriors. Also, why the Dodgers are absolute geniuses after the story about Shohei Otani that got out today. That's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, you are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Easy. How long will Draymond Green be suspended for? Who is the rightful owner of the basketball from Giannis's 64-point game? Joining us now on the hotline, nobody better than Fox Sports 1 NBA insider extraordinaire. Check out his On the Ball podcast. He's on X at Rick Buecher. It is Rick Buecher. Rick, what's happening, bud? Was that a Wookiee? It was a Wookiee. It was was Chewy singing Silent Night. It was to welcome you on the show. That might have been one of the more annoying sound clips that I've ever heard. That was that was that was cringeworthy. Thank wow. you. Okay. Hey, download it, send it to Rick's phone. There you oh, go. Oh, it's a new intro song. Yeah. All right, no. I'll be I'll be playing that Christmas morning. That'll get everybody <laughs> away from me so I can watch basketball games really fast. And the 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 present opening, everybody will be like, ah, I got something to do. <laughs> Dad's oh. gonna play that song again. Uh, just let, let let him just hang out by himself for a while. It's all good. Exactly. All right. Exactly. So we we have to start with Ballgate, Rick. We have to start with the silliest controversy that we've seen in a while. Giannis scores sixty four points. Oscar yes. Chibwe, rookie for the Pacers, gets his first NBA point on a free throw. Indiana Pacers head coach Rick Carlisle explains after the game that well, when someone scores their first point, we get a ball, we keep it for them. Okay, great. Uh, except Giannis wanted the ball because he had scored 64 points in Milwaukee Bucks record and a personal high for him. And there yep. becomes a fracas, or a fracas if you're Rick Carlisle, there becomes a fracas where Giannis gets into it with Tyrese Halliburton, and then they're in the, the hallway and guys are getting elbowed and jostling because each of them thinks they should get the ball. Now, I yeah. solved this at the very beginning saying there's more than one game ball. You give one game yeah. ball to Giannis, you give one yeah. game ball to Oscar Sheebway. But yet this turned into near fisticuffs over the rightful owner of the ball. Yeah, I, look, the things that we're fighting over in the NBA these days, I, I don't know whether it's the just the J 
general frustration. I mean, I can't help but look at some of the some of the combatants and uh, and the bigger picture of what like. I, and, and I always look at it when when somebody's upset about something, it's usually just the last straw. And there's a lot of other stuff going on that has led them to making this what seems to be an inconsequential thing uh, a big thing. And so I don't know whether it's with Giannis and the Bucks and kind of them teetering in terms of where they are or kind of realizing, hey, maybe this is Damian Lillard thing. I mean, we're good, but, man, we, our defense is not championship caliber. And uh, and I got I to score 64. And, and just and with the Pacers kind of getting exposed against the Lakers, I don't know. You're right. It is incredibly silly. And I got to, you know, come on now. You scored your first point. That's great. We'll, we'll buy you 10 basketballs. Like, it doesn't – the game ball, seriously. I, I mean, I, um, I guess I'm siding with Giannis here. You score 60-plus. I mean, like, this, this is the thing. It's as simple as this. That guy scored 64. That guy scored scored his first bucket. Who should get the ball? The guy was 64, okay? Like, like what, 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 I don't, what are we talking about here? What are we – one? He got one point. We'll give him a new pair of socks. Like, we're not giving him the ball. Here's a new pair of socks. Congratulations yeah, like, on you your first you know point. <laughs> because you got a point, you get to stay, and we'll give you fresh socks. You don't have to wash your own. <laughs> right? I mean, seriously, seriously. Like, if, if, if we were having this conversation outside of the realm of the NBA, this is what's always crazy about the NBA for me. It's not the real world. Think about what we're talking about right now. Think about what guys were willing to come to blows for. Because one guy had 64 and wanted the ball, and another guy scored his first point, and they're like, no, he gets the ball. You're like, on what planet does that happen? Like, in, in reality, it's like we're, we're it, it, at our normal job, right? And somebody has, <laughs> somebody has a, a, a career uh, performance, and somebody else, shows up to work and does their job for the first time. We're like, oh, well, who's the boss going to take out to dinner? What? <laughs> we don't even have to have a conversation about that, do we? Right? Like, no, sure, sure. About that? <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, where am I missing something here? No, no. I, I, well, I When you put it that way, I didn't think about that. Hey, the boss is going to take me out to dinner for my first day. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, but how about you take it a step further to the fact that Giannis is now at the podium saying he doesn't even know if they gave him the real game ball. <laughs> uh, or that he got the one from the finals win a couple years ago. Yeah, and damn it. Oh, <laughs> because, because you know what? Because every day – now this is where I'm going to flip here, but like – what what's Giannis going to do with that ball? Giannis is not going to yes. be looking at that ball dreamily like every day when he gets up in the morning. He's going to put it on a shelf. He's going to put it in his closet uh, and we'll never be heard from again. So now we're like, I don't know if it's real or not. Okay. <laughs> fine. Like, <laughs> it's so and this good. is supposed to be a guy. This is supposed to be a guy who's like enlightened when it comes to like, what really matters. Yeah. 
Well, he tried oh. he tried to teach us all uh, lessons, but it is a, a much funnier and, uh, well, troubling uh, at some turn story than what we've got with Draymond Green, now suspended indefinitely. Uh, who has yeah. to change first, Steve Kerr and his attitude towards Draymond Green or Draymond Green himself? Well, it's it's all part and parcel, honestly. I mean, I'm not I'm not, I I it's bigger than Steve holding Draymond accountable. Uh the fact of the matter is the Golden State Warriors are not what they once were anymore. And it's not just Draymond. It's the entire team. They're not they're not a championship caliber team. And the problem that Steve has is for the longest time Draymond Green's edge that he played with and some of this, this sort of calculated recklessness was and was part of the formula. You take him away, and they are what we saw the Indiana Pacers against the Lakers. Like, they're a finesse team. They're a scoring team. But if you're going to win championships, you occasionally need somebody who's going to be, I don't want to say enforcer, but somebody who's going to uh, present physicality that's going to embolden your entire team. And Draymond Green has done that for years with the Warriors. Now, he did it in context with also being a brilliant tactician, a passer, having great vision, getting big rebounds, getting big stops, making a lot of basketball plays as well. He's not doing that anymore uh, to the same level or to the same degree. Because honestly, he's gotten this reputation. But if you look back through his career, we might have had an incident like – once every year. Right. And now we've had three incidents going back to the first round of the playoffs. We're having like an incident every other month. And his other play isn't covering. Now it's all we're talking about in terms of what he's doing and what the Warriors are doing. So Steve didn't, even when it came you know, like prior, whether it was with Sabonis or even with Gobert, it was like, God, you know, that's an essential element of what we've been as champions. I, I, I kind of have to tread carefully here because I don't want to lose that. It's an important part of who we are. The problem is, is that collectively they're just not, they're not as good anymore. And so you think about the way the Warriors uh, played and what made them unique is that they all pushed the envelope, right? Steph Curry, in his way, was doing things that nobody else dared do before, right? Clay Thompson, same thing in terms of he's shooting the ball before it barely hits his hands. Steph's shooting it from 35 feet. And Draymond, as a point forward, is doing things that we hadn't seen we hadn't seen point forwards. We hadn't seen guys running the offense, rebounding, and, and, and starting the break. That was all brand new. And they were champions as a result of pushing the envelope. Well, now they're continuing to push the envelope, trying to recapture that. And the problem is, is they don't have enough game. The rest of their game isn't good enough for it to matter. So all we're seeing are the blemishes that were always there. Because people for, people forget, like, there were nights where, where, where Clay was, like, two for 21. But it, but it was, you know, then there was the, the, the scoring 30-plus points in a, th- in a quarter. Like, so you, you, you didn't notice the blemishes because they were winning champions. Uh, they were winning championships. And the same with Steph with his turnovers. Like, we've seen games lost now where he's had a crazy turnover at the end of the game. Well, they were winning so much, and he was hitting so many big pl- uh, game, game-winning game shots and making big plays that we we 
took that, like we accepted those, those blemishes because they weren't getting in the way. Well, now the blemishes are getting in the way, and we're, we've become painfully aware of them. Rick, when it comes to the suspension, oh, we talked about mm-hmm. this earlier in the show. I expect it to kind of follow the John Morant thing. Yeah, suspended indefinitely, uh, yeah. but with John Morant, we saw, hey, he had a bunch of transgressions. The NBA kind of went lightish on him. Hey, learn your lesson here. Clearly he didn't, mm-hmm. so here's a 25-game suspension. I kind of feel like we're going to get the same thing. Here's Draymond, even though it's indefinite now. Hey, we could have suspended you more, but we're going to give you a few games after you uh, you know, choked out Rudy Gobert, but now yeah. here this is, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is 25 games, and, and and he's got to go through whatever counseling and whatever meetings he's got to have to show that I'm okay to come back on the floor. And maybe we don't see him for 25 games at this point. Well, I, I do believe that certainly Joe Dumars and maybe Adam Silver are going to meet with Draymond Green and have a conversation about where he's at and what's going on and how it has to change. Now, I don't know if it goes to 25 games. Most of the people I've talked to in the league are anticipating 10 games, that they will double it from what it was last time. I think a lot of that has to do with what's the conversation with Draymond. Because as we know, Draymond has not been – the the biggest problem that that the league has when they really come down on you, as they did on Kyrie Irving, um, and to a certain extent, uh, Ja, is when you don't – concede culpability <laughs> when you're like mm-hmm. i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing because that's me and they're like not on our time you're not and so i think a lot of this is going to be dependent on what draymond has to say uh when they meet and i i haven't been told they're going to meet i would be absolutely shocked if there's not an in-person meeting and discussion about this and they don't get because if you remember like one of the things that really bothered the league with Ja was they met with him and he promised it wasn't going to happen again. And then it happened again. Right. So I think that's where that's, this is, this is going to be determined. But the, in the, in the bigger picture, the difficulty they have is like the warriors still think of themselves as champions and Draymond just signed a four year extension for a hundred million dollars. Like, they, they, I don't, I don't put them in that category anymore. And so they still do. And the frustration with that comes with not being able to live up to what your expectations are. That's where this gets really tough. I mean, how, how is Draymond going to play appreciably different? Or if he doesn't play with that same edge, is he, is he the same Draymond Green? I'm not sure that he is. All right, Rick, last one real quick. Will you always remember where you were when the Lakers captured the first in-season tournament championship? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, only because my, my dog kicked me off my couch, and so I was sitting on the floor watching it. Um, but beyond, beyond that, no. I think, I think the game against Dallas was absolute proof that no one cared more about the in-season tournament than LeBron James, and that was the driving force in the Lakers winning it. And what I'm really curious in seeing is um, what impact does this have on their season overall? Because they went hard. Mm-hmm. They went hard to, to, to win that thing. And I feel in much the same way, now it's a, it's a, it's a smaller um, – a smaller number of games, microcosm, if you will, 
But I feel like one of the things that, that threw the Warriors sideways is they chased their chase for 73 wins and that they ran out of gas at the end or they had, and they had some injuries and, and I, and I connect those two. And I just wonder for where the Warriors, uh, for the, where the Lakers are and where LeBron James is, did, did he maybe cost himself around in the playoffs by going all out for the NC tournament tournament championship? I'll be curious to see how this plays out and what kind of juice they have going forward. He is a man who now apparently will not be at the banner raising ceremony for the Lakers in season <laughs> you know tournament what? banner. You know what? The ghost of Kobe Bryant is going to climb up into the rafters and cut that thing down and chop it into a million pieces and burn it. See, it ties into our ghost stories thing. I will be there for that. He's on Twitter at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher. Rick, as always, buddy. Thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of the week. We'll talk to you. You got it, guys. No, See you, buddy. Yeah. I told you there were ghost stories. Yeah, it could be tales of the Christmas of long, long ago. Uh, now let's find out what's trending from someone who, when I first met her, I thought she was a ghost, but she's not. <laughs> Why? Well, because what? you kind of floated around and, and went, ooh. <laughs> I said, hi, I'm Paul Jason. Bearer or Wizzo <laughs> from the Bozo Show. I said, hi, I'm Jason. You went, ooh. What are you talking about? Uh, That would be great, though, if when they put that banner up, it just doesn't stay up because Kobe Bryant is in there, like, not letting it happen. Or you put it right next to the Taylor Swift banner. Put it right next to the Taylor Swift banner, which somebody asked me if if I've seen it, and I was like, you know what? I think the Clippers cover that one, too. They do. I haven't seen that in years. Oh, Clippers. All right, guys. So this just in, NBA News Bleacher Report is saying that Memphis Grizzlies star John Morant will address the media for the first time following tomorrow morning's shoot-around. So tomorrow, Thursday, John Morant speaking to the media for the first time. You guys just mentioned it. Warriors' Draymond Green suspended indefinitely for that incident with Yusuf Nurkic on Tuesday where he swung and hit him in the head pretty hard. He's going to have to meet certain criteria before he returns to play. In the NBA, though, on Wednesday night, Giannis Antetokounmpo with a career-high 64 points, also a Bucks franchise record as they beat the Pacers 140-126. to Did he or didn't he get the game ball? Do we know? Apparently he was given the game ball, but he's not sure if he got the game ball. So he's, he's calling just, everybody liars. He's gotten a ball. He got a ball. He got a ball. Yes. So he, well, I, maybe somebody ran to Target and bought a ball and then came back and gave him one. Sure. Uh, this is an indoor outdoor twenty dollar <laughs> ball. Look at that giant barcode right there. This uh, says Voight. this is rubber. Voight hasn't made a basketball <laughs> since the eighties. Oh goodness! What a story! What a story! Voight. The Nets took t- took down the Suns in Phoenix, one sixteen to one twelve. Despite the big three's debut, Devin Booker did end with a double-double, 34 points and 12 assists. The Jazz held on to beat the Knicks 117-113. to 113. Victories for the 76ers, who took down the Pistons. The Pelicans, who outscored the Wizards. The Heat defeated the Hornets 115-104. to 104. The Raptors snapped their four-game losing streak as they beat the Hawks 135-128. to 128. The Rockets, a 117-104 to 104 victory over the Grizzlies. And the Lakers hung on to beat the Spurs 122-119. to 119. The Spurs have lost... 18 in a row. The Detroit Pistons have lost 21 in a row. No bueno. In college hoops, two upsets. Chicago State outscored number 25 Northwestern 75 to 73. Oh, and man, lucky I don't know anybody who goes to Northwestern. <laughs> They'll be really pissed off about that. And UNLV 
beat number eight, Creighton, 79 to 64. Two games still going on in the NHL. The Jets are beating the Kings in LA, four to two. See, uh, all of a sudden the Jets can't stop scoring. <laughs> all these all points of a the sudden, Jets. Thir- on fire. Thirteen-ish minutes left in the third period. Avalanche beating the Sabers. I was telling Brandon that every time I see Sabers because of the episode of The Office, I'm like Sabres, Sabers, Sabres, Sabers. <laughs> I can never get it right. Sabers are losing to the Avalanche four to one. Less than ten minutes to go in that one. In the NFL, Week 14 kicks off tomorrow. Chargers at Raiders. No wide receiver Keenan Allen for LA because of a heel injury. Running back Josh Jacobs of Las Vegas questionable with a quad injury. And NFL executive VP Troy Vincent said that the league this offseason is going to review the rule that grants a touchback to the defensive team on a fumble out of the end zone. They're also going to take a look at the hip drop tackle. They think it needs to be banned because it's a gruesome play. While the tush push, which Philadelphia has made extra famous, uh, they said they're going to look at it, but there's no momentum to change it, ah, is what they're saying. All right. That there's no, uh, no enough not proof. Enough, not enough proof. Uh, not yeah. enough proof that there's a lot of injury happening from it. That's what they're saying. So yeah. Probably going to stay the tush push. And sales of Shohei Otani's Dodgers jersey has shattered records at Fanatics over the 48-hour period, breaking former marks set by Lionel Messi's inner Miami jersey. And I've been looking at the numbers. There's still no official number out there. They're probably still adding it up. Oof, wow. I know. There was a lot. You guys, I worked at the Dodgers yesterday. I couldn't tell you how many people were walking out with a Shohei Otani jersey. Wow. And we don't have any. We have blank jerseys that people were paying and putting the number on and his name. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like, we don't I hope have he picks them. a random number so they have to no. buy another one. <laughs> yeah, no. Otani's no, wearing he's, 58? Yeah. Oh, boy. That sucks. <laughs> so people are not waiting because you can order a pre one to get like the authentic. Yeah. No, this is like a replica. It's not even an authentic. It's the only ones that we have blank. They're still buying them. I got it. O T A N I. I got it. Oh, <laughs> No! <laughs> Thank you, Monsi. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Carmen. Coming up next, yes, you will hear from Giannis, weighing in, who may or may not have the ball that he scored at 64 points with. It just gets better and better, this story, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. What's a hobo? <laughs> Yeah, we may have to explain to Gen Z what a hobo is. We may have to do I that. don't know. Uh, we're live at the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned John Wick, right? Because, uh, look, we're, we're going to get to who the next great NFL analyst is going. I have no doubt in my mind this guy's the next great NFL analyst. But, you know, everybody has their own traditions. At 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 holiday times, movies they watch, TV shows sure, they watch. Of like, we watch a lot of West Wing. It just happens. Harry Potter is a very popular movie that we watch. A lot of people watch at Christmas time. And sure, you get of your Christmas movies. Love Actually and Die Hard. Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. Midsummer. No, Midsummer is a Midsummer movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Because the name of the movie is Midsummer, you should watch that in the middle of the summer. Actually, you shouldn't watch it at all because it's a great movie, but you can't unsee it. So no <laughs> one should ever watch that movie. Don't go back for seconds. I, I know what you're saying there. This is like in this is like in the in the this is like in the movie when when the person warns the person, you don't want to watch that. No, I do, I do. You don't. You'll never be the same once you watch that. T- it's like the Ring. It's like a real life version of the Ring. Once you see Midsummer, you cannot unsee it. And you'll think about it every day. Every day. You sure you want to see it? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, all, right, all right. Don't say I didn't warn you. Yeah, I mean, we watch Batman Returns. <laughs> a fantastic Christmas movie. It's another one you can't unsee is Batman Returns, sure. It's a great movie, though. I, I don't I wouldn't it's say a Christmas Batman. Movie. It's not a great movie. That's the one with Chester Copperpot, right? And, and yeah. Penguin? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a great movie. Michelle Pfeiffer. I'd say it's not. Christopher Walken. Okay, you say Batman Returns. Not as good as Batman, but better than Batman and Robin. That's what you have to say. It's a kind of in it's the middle. Fair. But, I mean, they're much different movies. I mean, the other one was the last, Batman and Robin. I mean, most of it was to try to get you to laugh, right? It was back to a little of the campy style. Yeah, they wanted to sell merchandise and everything and all toys. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I will say it seems like the last couple of years, a lot of TV networks are running the John Wick movies. And I don't know why, but like I feel like the holidays is kind of a John Wick time too. Like it's like, wait, oh, hey, John Wick 4 was on. It's on all day time. I'm going to watch John Wick 4. John Wick 3 is on John Wick 3. Now, yes, the John Wick movies are on, but I feel like we're getting them a lot in the holidays. It's kind of like a fun holiday escape. Hey, come on over and watch John Wick 2. Yeah, he, this movie he kills 142 people. John Wick 3 kills 196 people. John Wick 4, 733 people. I, I kind of feel like John Wick is becoming a, a Christmas tradition. But let me ask you holiday, this. Holiday, 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 holiday. Let me holiday, ask you this holiday. on the holiday, holiday, holiday. Have the uh, filmmakers ever confirmed the actual body count? I think, no, I think, but I think you people with nothing else to do but sit around and well, watch but, have confirmed the body but have, counts. But have they gotten those to where those are the official rankings? Because now it becomes a thing. Uh, I bet you I can find within five seconds how many people? No, 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 no. I'm not saying some jackass didn't do it. I'm just saying, do they recognize them as the official body count? Oh, okay. Because otherwise, you could still argue it and make that a drinking game. The highest number of kills in a single movie is 177. It's a good amount of kills. Over 500 people killed in the John Wick movies. The average yeah, number it's... of kills per movie is 125. <sighs> 
Yeah, that's um, <laughs> but I mean, that, that's a lot of drinking. Oh, uh, boy. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we'll have to go back to the drawing board on that one. Maybe it's a sip instead of yeah. a, a shot. Yeah, there you go. That's what happened to that guy? That. He didn't even get to the second scene. He, <laughs> he didn't didn't make, that guy's under the table, and we didn't even get to what are you you know, the to? transition out of him finding out about his dog. What are you up to? We're still in the opening credits. The director's name just went on screen. <laughs> the cinematographer. What happened producers. to him? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, get right. Hey, John Wick, a holiday tradition Who unlike knew? any other. Uh, speaking of traditions unlike any other, we are always on the lookout for who's going to be the next great media star on TV, who's going to be the next great analyst. Uh, so much conversation about Al Michaels and how good he is or isn't in the broadcast booth anymore. But I, I don't know if I can get odds on this in Vegas somewhere, but I will tell you this. Not just after today, but after today kind of cements it for me. Ben Roethlisberger is going to be the next great media star out of the NFL. There is no doubt in my mind that he's going to be the next great star because what he does on his podcast, and he's someone who makes headlines now and again just by doing his podcast. He made big headlines today with what he said about mm-hmm. the Steelers. He has everything you want in a player turned broadcaster. Right, Roethlisberger has the cachet that he just played. Everybody remembers his career. It was a great career, right? The guy won a couple of Super Bowls. He's probably going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, he was up and down as far as the the the. I I don't want to say the off the field things that happened to him during his career that he was responsible for that really uh, you know were not great things at all were really bad things. But he goes on, he plays. And by the end of his career, he had turned his life around a little bit. But what he does and, and, and being someone that is, I don't know if it's just that, that networks haven't gotten around to him yet, but what he does and what he is is exactly what networks want guys coming off the field to do. They want them to be able to be critical of what they see and not worry about, hey, so-and-so is going to text me, so-and-so is going to say something to him if I criticize them and say, what the hell are you doing? Because that's what happens to so many great analysts. They come on with so much promise, and what happens? Well, they don't want to criticize guys because they're not sure if they're going to stay in TV forever or they don't want to deal with the fallout because they know a lot of players on the league and they don't want to be frozen out of anything. You get guys, and, and that's what happens. I see it all the time. I used to see it when I was at ESPN at Fox. Guys would come in for a Auditions, former players, and they would just light the screen up, man. Like, oh my God, these guys are going to be awesome. These guys are going to be unbelievable on TV. And then they actually get on and they drive to the middle because they either don't want to hear from people in the game, hey, you're criticizing me, you're doing this. Because who are the best analysts out there? The ones who are willing to be critical of players. And what Roethlisberger is doing is he's being incredibly critical of his team. You would well, think that, that's where he you, jumped, you would, jumped over. Yeah. Yeah. You would think that Roethlisberger, okay, he's going to be critical of the guys. No, but he is critical of his old team, which, you know, when guys would go, you know, is Brady really going to be critical of the Patriots? No, nah, come on, man. Brady's a Patriot legend. Roethlisberger does not care. And here's a bit from his podcast earlier today in which he thinks the Steeler way and the Steeler tradition might be dead. Let's hear it. I felt that certain guys on the team aren't in it for the team, they're in it for themselves. Well, now some of the guys on the team are saying the same thing. Yeah. So maybe I wasn't too far off when I said that. But like I know profit. that I'm retired. I just don't, you know, I'm not yeah. in the locker room. I get it. But it just feels like that. It just feels like that's something that's kind of been lost on this team a little bit. You, you, it feels like the Steeler way is just not. There just wasn't that Steeler 
tradition passed down. And I just you have it on defense. Don't get me wrong, but you don't have it on offense right now, and it's it's just making it really hard. You're not seeing, in my opinion, the toughness on offense. But I just feel like people aren't afraid to play the Pittsburgh Steelers anymore for for whatever you know whatever that is. But maybe the 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 tradition of the Pittsburgh Steelers is 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 done. Maybe it needs to be formed a new kind of way. I don't know. He went on to say that he blames coaching for it. So suddenly he's taking his old head coach that he won a Super Bowl with, throwing him under the bus and saying, yeah, maybe it's coaching. So that's a Mike Tomlin thing, throwing the offense under the bus. And look, part of it is Roethlisberger saying, hey, you miss me while I'm gone right now because clearly the problem is quarterback because that's the number one mm-hmm. quarter problem on the team. But the fact that he goes and he is okay with lighting up the culture, even though I'm not in the locker room, but I'll light up the Steeler way is not there and, and I don't like what I see on the field. Yeah, he's going to wind up being somebody that a network hires and he's going to be a difference maker because when you say things, look, ex-athletes say things all the time and sometimes they're minor headlines on the internet, sometimes they make big headlines and Roethlisberger, because of his relevancy and his star-studded career, yeah, he cuts through. Somebody's going to hire him and he's going to make a big difference because already you go in and, and Roethlisberger's polarizing. Either I don't like him at all from what happened with him as a player or I don't like him but I respect what he has to say or I'm a Steeler fan and Roethlisberger's great and I love what he says because he speaks the truth, but he's polarizing, which is what the best analysts need to be. You need to agree and disagree with them, and he's going to be somebody that a network hires, and it's going to be, wow, look at who knew Ben Roethlisberger was going to be that guy. Yeah, I think one of the things, you know, with Roethlisberger is those final couple of years were very uneasy with him as well, right? You cite the off-the-field issues and, and look, much different time, right, as as to how that was covered and maybe a little bit of kid gloves because he's a quarterback on a winning team and some of the details a a bit murky. But advance the the calendar five to seven years on that, and, and that happens like now or the last three or four years, it's a completely different world for him. But the rehabilitation of the image, at least from a personal standpoint, married kids, all of that stuff, you know, showing up at the games, and here I am while these two teams stink, right? Hey, I'm showing up for Steelers and Patriots so I can mock them and show my my kids what bad football is, you know, because dad was great. But the last couple of years of his career, the is he going to retire, is he not, all of those things, you probably lost a bunch of your, your Steeler fandom in those years because you kind of held the the team the organization hostage so you have a little bit of that to his point about culture and all sure they always had knuckleheads but there was enough of a locker room including a guy that quarterbacked for almost what 17 years 18 years before he moves on where you've got stability you've got long-standing players on that offensive side of the ball you got a couple of linemen but all your skill position guys including the knuckleheads they've only been there a couple of years right Kenny Pickett's a kid Trubisky comes in and in theory they're going to lean into him well you had Matt Canada and guess what? He was only part of the problem. You still have lots of other issues that you need to solve. So all of it goes to say that Roethlisberger, he, he did exactly what you would do according to the script. How do I show that I, can't, I can pull no punches and really get after it? I'll go after the sacred cow that is Mike Tomlin. Because right now it's in vogue to do that. Let's face it. We've yeah. had those oh, yeah, yeah. you know, thought pieces of, all right, you know, this guy he wins every year. We did it with Jay Glazer a little bit, uh, and then he went on uh, about Belichick more. But just the idea that 
you know, at some point, all things come to an end and, you know, a, a, an organizational reset. Is it, you know, Tomlin, is it everything else? But for Roethlisberger, yeah, this was a great audition tape today. The fact that this made its rounds because he went after the home team. I mean, he just said, look, I'll, I'll burn it down if I have to. It's one thing to say, hey, the Patriots got problems quite well. Okay. But I'm, I'm going after yeah. my team, man. Oh, I'm going to go after Tomlin I'm and coaching decisions, coach and all timeout of management, Ooh, all of those things. Man. Like, he got very specific, very specific. Very specific. Ab- very about specific. a couple of those timeout decisions and game management situations. Yeah. It uh, really took a turn. So I, I would agree. I, he'll get a shot here in short order. Yeah, I mean, look, because he's he's what he's what networks are looking for. He's going to be polarizing, and he's going to make headlines. You always look for what athletes, when they speak, do you pay attention to what they have to say? And like I said, some people we we joked around about Gilbert Arenas making that headline earlier today about how oh yeah, uh, you just you just you're just seeing Draymond Green go after European players because they they've come over here and had some success. You know, that's something that's a minor ripple, and it's like oh, it's Gilbert Arenas saying it. But you get well, it only gets magnified for the fact that we're talking about him on the all-time right. suspension list. Sure, when Draymond sure. gets the indefinite. Yeah. Hey, he was got a fifty gamer. Remember, but that's the but that's okay. That's Gilbert Arenas with something minor that that doesn't matter. You yeah. have Ben Roethlisberger on the front page of ESPN.com and and all the big sports. Hey, he just lit up his former team. Well, 100%. this guy's got no problem doing that, right? Because that's the issue with someone. And, I, and I'll say, you know, you know who it was for a long time was Rex Ryan. Right. Rex Ryan came into ESPN. He was going to be the next great analyst. Right. Oh, he's so bombastic in the stories he's telling. But the first few years, he thought he was going to get back into coaching. And so he kind of drove to the middle a little bit. And he wasn't Mm -hmm. nearly as critical as you expected him to be because, well, I want to do TV for a little bit, but I really want to be a head coach again. I really want to get back in. And now that that's done and that ship has sailed the last few years, Rex Ryan's made some headlines because I don't care anymore. And so I'm going to say things, even if they're outlandish it doesn't matter i'm gonna say things i'm gonna i'm gonna make you make you pay attention to what i have to say and that's what turns people into great analysts it's why dan orlovsky makes ridiculous headlines now and why we're talking about david carr who wants randall cunningham to play quarterback for the eagles this week i mean it's ridiculous (laughs) well conversely look what happened to uh tony romo yeah everybody loved him for a year yeah and then he decided oh i'm driving in the middle and now, you know, I'm done predicting games, and my big thing is just saying, Jim, Jim, did you see that play, Jim? Jim, what a great play that Making was, Jim. jokes. Oh, I mean, Jim, this, this week Jim. he had Taylor, Taylor Swift, happy birthday, Taylor Swift, <laughs> uh, married to Travis Kelsey, so that was good. Well, maybe hey, maybe he was there, and maybe they're married, and he wasn't supposed to tell anybody. Well, and that's what Jim Nance said. He goes, uh, you know something we don't? <laughs> Jim, 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 people want, the Swifties are mad at me, Jim, 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 they think hey, I got them married, Jim, Jim. Hey, do you think she Jim. shows up for the season finale uh, when Easton Stick takes takes the field for yeah. the Chargers. Well, you have to. I mean, come on, it's Easton Stick. Who okay. knows if he? What you know? When him and Quentin Johnston become the next Montana and Rice tomorrow well, night, you're gonna you're gonna have to see. Well, that. that's it. You gotta come see Easton Stick play. Raider Nation, forty six yeah. points scored in there. You know, <laughs> since everybody clamored for to Pierce to have the job. But Jim. yeah, Ben Roethlisberger, Jim. welcome to Showtime. Jim, they want Roethlisberger to take my place. Jim, Jim, can you predict, can you predict plays like this? Jim, 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 you're gonna put in a word for me, right? Jim, Jim, you gotta talk to the guys. Jim, 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 you gotta talk to. to I, don't, I don't know who's at the top anymore. But Jim, you gotta talk to them, right? Jim. Jim, 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 you gonna help me, Jim? Jim, where you going, Jim? Jim, we're doing the game still, Jim. I don't know what to say. Well, here's here's the question that you have to ask, though. Does Nance leave, and will Noah Ego want 
Uh, Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Romo's getting 15, what, 18 million a year for the next few years? Yeah. I think you're kind of stuck with Tony Romo. Well, at least for a couple more years. I'm not saying I mean, Nance suddenly, is walking away boy, tomorrow, but I mean, you know. Boy, Tony Romo's doing like the seventh game for CBS. <laughs> he's, do, he's doing he's doing Titans Chargers week 16. <laughs> Noah, 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 can you believe it? Noah, you know, I work with your dad, Noah. Noah, your dad's pretty cool, Noah. Yeah, you know, Noah, 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 your dad's pretty cool, Noah. I get this kind of cool. I work with Ian. Now I work with Noah. E. This is cool, Jim. Jim. I'm sorry. I keep calling you Jim. I'm just going to call you Jim, Noah. Is that okay? I'm going to call you Jim. <laughs> Exit out by the oh, fresca. Boy. Exit swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. But watch out. Someone's going to hire Ben Roethlisberger, and he's going to be the next big NFL analyst. Uh, coming up next, we got more from the NFL because after today, I really do think one big-time NFL personality is personally tanking the season. Not the whole team. No, no, no. One person is personally tanking this season. Personally. Uh, tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. That's coming up next to the Tyrac.com studios. Keep it right here. This is Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.